Hey guys, um, welcome back to the podcast. This week we're doing MCAT part two. So just off the start, if you haven't listened to our MCAT part one, go listen to that first because it has also a lot of useful information. Um, in this one, we're going to talk more about studying for the MCAT, resources to use, and stuff like that. Um, I also just want to start off this podcast by mentioning the date for the MCAT registration from July to September. Um, it is February 22nd, which is a Wednesday um, at noon ET. I think that's 1 p.m. Halifax time. 1 p.m. Halifax, yep. But yeah, we just ended last podcast about the MCAT talking about making an AMC account and being ready to register. So that's the date and the time. Um, and yeah, another important thing about this episode is we have a special guest, um, Shuya, do you want to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Hi guys, I'm Shuya, I'm also in my third year of medical sciences, um, and I took the MCAT at the end of August this past summer. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to start off talking about when you should start prepping, or did we already talk about that last time? Kind of? I think um, we partly talked about it. We talked about which ones were important to get a head start on. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Maybe start on that again. When to start prepping for the impact. Right. Depends what year you, you're taking it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you're taking it after your second year, especially if you're in medical sciences, uh, you already have a little bit of a leg up compared to if you're taking it after your third year, because a lot of those relevant courses were ones that you just took as part of your uh, second year med sci yep. program, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, even then, um, one of the biggest problems for myself was that I was very behind on prepping for cars, yeah. which I think you had better success Yeah, with. I mean, I just, uh, I know that I started prepping that over the summer, like the summer prior to the MCAT, so um, right after my first year, that would be that, after my, like, my summer of my first year, um, and it wasn't like rigorous preparation, I, I just started doing random cars practice problems that I could find online and stuff like that, uh, and started to time myself, but that's, I think... You know, and I think if if you're looking for a place to start, um, I've not met anyone who's had the most success on cars right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been a gradual thing. You, you you keep doing and you keep practicing, you get, get better at it. So the more time you can spend practicing that, the better, you know, the better it is. I do agree with like the early preparation on cars. I started at the beginning of second year. I would like log on a couple times a week, do yeah. a few passages. What would you what would you do passages on? Um, Jack Weston because they have the free ones. Jack right. Weston, okay. <laughs> And we're going to talk more about resources. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But so basically, start cars early before mm-hmm. the semester ends. And yeah. then what about for the rest of the material? If you're doing like a Bachelor of Science, would you say? Yeah, um, I guess then it, it'll depend on um, yeah, the courses you take, and when you took your courses, you took them, yeah. and generally how you feel about certain subject matter or topics, right? So yeah. for example, uh, even though I took physics in high school, 11, 12, and I took year one, year, not year one, year two, term one, term two physics, mm-hmm. right before the MCAT. One topic that we just, for whatever reason, didn't cover in any of the classes was fluids, mm-hmm. and it's heavily tested on the MCAT. So, after, like, while I was in my cars preparation, the first actual thing I started outside of cars was from fluids physics. and physics. Yeah. So you started um, with your, like, weakest... Weakest thing. Weakest yeah. Or at least covered thing, even. Because yeah. another one that I found was not covered extensively was all of the psych material that they have Correct. on the MCAT. Yeah. And um, I find that there's a lot that the um, actual AMC MCAT, like they mm-hmm. go into a lot of psychology that otherwise you have to put time towards studying. Yeah. And, and plus, I, you, most people take psych after in their first year, right? So unless yeah, you exactly. continue psych... It's very far away. Yeah. So yeah. keep that in mind. Uh, but if you're doing it after your third year, a lot of those second year courses that you... 
uh, uh, would have otherwise taken at that point. Like it, I find that the ones that are the heaviest should be the ones that you probably focus the most on the earliest. So uh, get a head start on biochemistry because it might be a while that that has passed since the last time you've done any. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, otherwise that's what my recommendation would be. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds good. Um, So next we had a few questions about prep course versus not. So you guys want to talk about your experiences. Did you take a prep course or not? And what would you recommend? Yeah, for sure. Um, I did minimal uh, prep course. I did pay for like the Jack Weston thing. And of course, I paid for all the AMC materials and um, the blueprint practice exams. But that's really as far as like the material I paid for went. Um, I really just like reviewed with um, Kaplan books on, oh, I reviewed with Kaplan books on my own. Um, and then I had a few like video walkthroughs with the Jack Weston material. And that's how I mostly learn physics because I'm not good at physics either. Um, and then other than that, um, I also use some of my class notes, especially organic chemistry, stuff that I was already familiar with. It was just a, a small overview for me. Did but, you find anything? Uh, so wait, when we're saying when we're saying prep courses, do you mean like actual like courses that give you homework and stuff, or just talking about stuff we bought? I think the questions were directed towards like actual prep courses that you courses. sign up for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then none, none, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, like I mean, I bought some things, but I don't think I, I wasn't in a course that right. like I know there was like offered like so. What are like the the options under this? Uh, well, I I was one that actually took one. Okay. So the one that I took was prep one hundred and one. Other ones that. Yeah. Um, exist are the Princeton prep course. Yep. Um, that's as far as my knowledge goes, but I'm sure there's more out <laughs> yeah, there. Probably. But I can tell you what I think about those two. My mm-hmm. thoughts on prep 101 are potentially, you know, controversial relative to how I performed. I did well after having done the prep course, but I think it misled me, especially considering a lot of the material um, is not covered. In that prep course, I would say particularly their biggest weakness is um, psychology. Um, if you do psychology through Prep 101, there is a lot of holes that you'll have really? to fill in, in independently. Oh, yes, man. very much. How so. do you how do you know that there were holes? Like you, you um, start doing practice exams, and you realize I have not covered this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, and man. then it was going to Kaplan Books and then looking at it from there. Because when you sign up for a, a Prep 101 course, the books that they give you are called exam cracker books. And they're not particularly, you know, uh, have a big breadth of all the material that they cover that will be on the MCAT. Mm -hmm. I find Kaplan is a lot better with that respect. Does Um, Kaplan have a prep course or just books? Kaplan has books. Books and then online. Like if you get the whole package and it comes like online exams and stuff like that. Nothing like teaching. Yeah, not not that I think. What Prep 101 comes with is quite a lot for, but like it's, again, you're paying a lot of money. Uh, They give you... All the AAMC practice material, which I feel like everyone should purchase that if they're going to be taking the MCAT. Yeah, it's absolutely. one of the best 100%. resources, we right? We can talk about that in resources. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what else they uh, provide for you is the exam cracker set of books. They provide for you, um, I think, 10 Altius exams, uh, which are, in my opinion, the best exams to use. Mm-hmm. They provide you with a tutor which I only met once with my tutor, but I know other people that were meeting t- like twice a, uh, once a week, every other week with their tutor, 
and making a much better use of it for themselves. What qualifications does Suter have? They just took, like they just taken the MCAT. Oh, they actually... have taken the MCAT and they've done really well on their MCAT. They've done really well, okay. yeah. But they're not so, like a doctor. <laughs> uh, well, a lot of them are becoming doctors. They're, they're medical school. So oh, yeah, okay. And then the other thing that's the main thing about Prep One Hundred and One is that they give you um, classes four times a week, and each one of those classes is four hours. I think it was four or five times a week, but each one of those classes is four hours. And they give you homework, and they give you work to do before class. They give you work, wow. so work after class and work before class, which for myself, that was way too much. Mm-hmm. I ended up, you know, not using a lot of that material because I was, again, having coming out of my second year, a lot of that material was already familiar to me, mm-hmm. right? I think this is for basically someone who has zero knowledge about anything that's on the MCAT, and they go in and right. start prepping to do the MCAT. So, like, from someone maybe not a Bachelor of Science. Not a Bachelor of Science, exactly. They may be useful for those students, but not necessarily if you already have seen it all before. Exactly. Um, Otherwise, their professors are actually relatively good, I would say, and they do a good job of making sure that they can answer the students' questions through either discussion posts or actually online via the links that they give you. So but, did they, did you ever get like a trial? Like, did you get to see first off like how the classes are with the homework for like a week or something? No, or did not you have to really. Pay straight up. You to... No, you basically pay straight up well in advance. Oh, so once you're in, you're in. Yeah, once okay. you're in. Okay, so it's not just uh, yeah. It's a like, commitment. Tr- like I, mean, yeah. I feel like people should know that it, it was twenty five hundred dollars to do that yeah. prep course. Four and months. For, was it four? But even no, it wasn't even four months. It was literally one month probably of teaching. But again, it's every week. I think it was. Four weeks of teaching, and then um, the tutor gives you like a schedule of how to be studying after that before your actual. So, exam. is there anything from it that like you found useful, or like anything you took away from it? Nothing that I wouldn't have been able to access elsewhere. Okay. And again, if we're uh, then there's the other prep course, which is Princeton, yeah. right? At least something that's nice about that Princeton prep course is that they do basically a diagnostic exam before you write your MCAT. Yeah. And then they guarantee you. 10 points increase as far yes. as I know. But, the, I mean, you can check me on that yourselves. But um, 10 points increase, they guarantee that for you, right? At least for the amount you're paying, that is very beneficial because otherwise, if you don't get that 10 points increase, they give you your money back. Mm-hmm. So that's something to consider. It's well worthwhile if you actually are, you know, not going to make the thing that they're promising. Yeah. At least they give you a diagnostic so you can mm-hmm. see how, how well you know what you think you know. Yeah. Exactly. Right? So you're saying basically like if you come from med sci or like a bachelor of science where you have most of the MCAT prerequisites, you might just be better off to study by yourself with other resources. Yes, I agree. Would you yeah. guys agree? Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. I think I did That's okay did, without right? without yeah. the prep course. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this right now and you're wondering how do I have the course, so we mentioned what courses you should, you could probably take last in our last yeah, podcast did, episode. Yeah. yeah. So you can check that out there too. Okay. So next people were wondering if you aren't taking a prep course, what to do, how to study for it. Like I have a personal question. Did you guys like set up a, a study plan? Like, like you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I got to study the MCAT. Now what? Like, what are, what am I doing? Uh, maybe let's, so we, we've already made it clear how we feel about planners and other episodes. Mm. How, what have you, what have you done, Shia? Let's start with you. Because <laughs> um, you can expect I, what to, you, you, know, you might know what we're going to say. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I made a planner, did not stick to it. Oh, like, I made the planner and all that. Right. Um, but like, kind of like touching on what Sohail said before, like uh, with why he didn't like the prep course is because he already kind of knew it. Mm. That's why I didn't offer prep course. Like, yeah. mine was super unstructured and it was like less than half of what yours cost. Right. Right. So, like, I still had access. And um, 
while they did like have a plan for what you had to do, mm-hmm. you didn't really have to follow it. Wait, sorry, what was it that had a plan? What did you uh, sorry, like the Jack Weston. Jack oh, Weston. Okay. Um, so like they kind of had like a recommended for what you should do, right. but it wasn't like super structured or anything. And what was it? Was it just like study certain sections by this date? Like kind yeah, of basically, yeah, like some practice questions for you to do. But like even if you didn't, you could you could explore further in the course. You could rewatch some others. Oh, like okay. there was a lot of flexibility. Um, but um, I figured out finally in the end. Um, I just did. I want to be done course review first two months, and then. Like, then I'm just going to do practice questions, but I didn't do, like, super specific, because I realized I wasn't hitting that. Right. And then if you don't hit your super specific Mm -hmm. targets, and that's a lot harder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, um, kind of similar. Like, I I didn't write stuff down in the planner, um, but I... I should say that this would be the most amount of planning I would have done for an exam, but so what I would like—I mean, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, but uh, and I'll say I'll say what I did or how what my schedule was, but like don't follow this because remember that I wrote my exam in June, so basically I had two months since the term ended. Uh, term ends basically end of April, so two months of just rigorous studying. Okay. So that's my timeline seems a little bit really short, mm. but for most of the content, I gave myself like one week. Okay, I have to have it done. I'm starting it to this time Sunday. Within whatever seven days, how many hours that is, by next Sunday at this time, I have to have this done. Just one? Like just one, one like one entire like field. So for example, okay. and I, I have the Kaplan book, so I okay. just like just one book. Okay. So for example, if I'm doing psychology, mm-hmm. I have to have the entire psychology book done through with practice questions done. Well, that's practice questions from the book. They have a few in the book sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or from uh, I don't talk about AMC, so I'll get into that. Just yeah. any from, or just, uh, and if I had to go back and review some videos from like Khan Academy or first year notes. Right. Whatever that meant, I needed to have psychology done within the week. Right. Okay. Right? And then I kind of just gauge how I was feeling. I take a look through the entire book and I'd see like, okay, this chapter I think I know pretty well. Chapter three, four, five, not so much. Six, seven, eight. Oh, I remember that from first year. Mm-hmm. So I kind of gauge it like that. Uh, and I wouldn't, if I, like, whichever ones I didn't know, I, I did that one first. Like, I did three, four, five first, and then go back to one and two or something like that. Yeah. Um, so starting with the hard. One. Yeah. Okay. Same, same principle. Start with the hard, right? But I, I kind of held myself to that. So if I knew by, like, Friday night I wasn't finishing, I think two or three times I bumped it forward by one day, which yeah. I wouldn't recommend doing. Like, you know, be, be on it. But if I was, if I was really feeling behind, I, I, I again, don't condone, but staying up a little bit at night i'm like okay i gotta get at least this done at least this done so i can wake up tomorrow and i know what to do okay yeah um i myself had not a study a schedule that had to do with the contact material but i had a schedule with regards to the um practice exams Mm -hmm. so i had 10 ultias practice exams Mm -hmm. and i had four aamc and those were the main ones that i did in the end i think i did all 14 um, and the way that you can split those up, uh, with Altius, you can either take one section or you can take an entire exam, right? And I did pretty much one exam every other week. That's what I was doing. Actually, no. At the very beginnings, I was actually doing an exam every week. And then there was definitely some weeks that I missed, but then... Uh, towards the end, it was like a total of 14 exams because to, when I was getting really close to that final, like the MCAT, two weeks prior, I started doing probably, I think I might have done seven exams just within that two-week period. Mm-hmm. So you upped the pace. Yes, I upped the pace. But you were doing exams towards. while you were studying as well. 
Yes, definitely. Okay, see, that's not. I see. I didn't do that. See, because I, I heard that's a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah, it was really good because I immediately started getting familiar with the pacing. Right. And yeah. one of the big things is when you're actually studying. Let's say you're doing a practice question for cars, and you're just sitting there with your book, and you're going and you're trying to read this passage and answer the questions. Well, a lot of the times you're going to go over on the time that you would otherwise mm-hmm. have on your MCAT. So unless you're very, you know, religiously keeping track of how much time you take for each one. It's really helpful to sit down and be given 90 minutes and do an entire car's passage. And then you actually get a feel for how much dip more difficult it is when you are against the clock. Because once that timer hits zero, then you have no other way of actually going back, checking, rereading. None of that is possible. Right. Right. So while you were doing that, you... Oh, sorry. You want yeah. Just like something similar. Um, that's basically what I did as well is um, just like I would do it at the time of my exam, like, that it would be. Mm, um, so, like, every Saturday morning, I would, yeah. like, sit down, do an exam that day, and then Sunday I would do review for it. And then, because, like, um, like I didn't the do it. Yeah, I reviewed oh. the entire exam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't do it every week in the beginning because I was not doing very well, and I realized I was missing a lot of the content, so it wasn't worth it. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, towards the end, I was doing an exam every Saturday. Yeah. Um, and then, similar to you at the end, I was doing two a week. Right. So I didn't bump it up too much because it's it's quite tiring. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like wow. by that point, like when I actually walked into my actual exam, it was like this is just another day. We're just in a scarier environment. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing you do every week. Yeah. So for you guys, would you say that you guys saw improvement as you were going? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I find that uh, if we're actually you know talking about the level of the test, which I think we'll get to as well. Yeah. Um. What I did was that uh, I had Altius for most of it, and then I had those AAMC scheduled, like, throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, AAMC is a lot easier than Altius. Oh, yeah. So it's almost like a little bit of, like, a confidence boost. So I would suggest not letting that actually get to your head, because a lot of the times you'd be like, oh, my God, I did this so well on the AAMC. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think it's necessarily as representative. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that we're, we're in consensus. Uh, we're in agreement on this. Uh, maybe you are too, Shreya. But yeah. I think uh, for my MCAT exam, at least, the harder exams that I took via Kaplan or via... Um, what was Blueprint. the other resource? Uh, Blueprint, Blueprint, yes. Yeah. Those were more represented than the AMC ones, oh, which is know. ironic because the, the actual exam you do is from AMC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're doing an exam and it seems harder, not as that's good. It's, it's the environment too, right? right? You have to consider that you're going to be there, you're going to be nervous, so even an exam that you otherwise might find easier, it's going to be more difficult. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And sorry, before you go on, I, I'll just, for if anyone's hardwired like me and doesn't like doing exams while you're studying, I didn't do that. So the reason why was I did my diagnostic and I was like, okay, let's see how good I do here and there. But then I was like, realistically, if I don't study the content, uh, or because I basically, because I don't know it, I know I'm not going to do well on those sections anyways. Mm-hmm. So I just, that's why I tried uh, like really hardcore studying week to week to week and then a full two weeks before um the exam period i was like okay only exams so i did what okay. i did one every other day and then the last week it was like actually no i started doing one like, one per day and then last week i did one every other day to give myself some rest up until the exam day actually talking about diagnostics my first diagnostics was before i even studied anything like not a single yeah, same, thing same, same, same. i was too nervous yeah. i was scared i was gonna get like a 460 oh and God. i was gonna give up but like i had like i was like fresh out of second year had mm-hmm. finished the courses april i did a diagnostic yeah and that's what was like you know my same. baseline so 
cool. Yeah, just sorry, before we one more thing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do like a big schedule, like it was very broad, but I did have things that I had to do every single day. Like every day mm-hmm. I would re- review my Anki cards. Every day I would do at least a card practice and then try to do like from the uh, AMC and other resources, like a passage for each of the other things. Mm-hmm. Like I just had like these so like I could keep up with it. Right. right. Little landmarks. Okay, so grand scheme of things here. First thing is like content review at the yep. start. Would you guys all say you did that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then throughout that, you're doing quest- practice questions, practice exams. Yep. And mm-hmm. getting better as you go. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so now I think we should talk about resources to use, including free re- resources. I know you guys have mentioned a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, who wants to start that? <laughs> well, if we're talking free for first, um, there's. Khan Academy. Khan that's Academy. number one. Uh, I, I would highly recommend. Which, so, what did I, I have? Didn't, I didn't enjoy it so much. I mean, no. sorry, what, what, what? What's on Khan Academy? Yes. Practice questions, practice exams? Practice questions. Practice questions, videos. Lots of videos. videos. Okay. Yeah. On content? Like content, content yeah. everything is they on there. They do partner with the AAMC, so like, okay. it, it should be good content. I just didn't like how it was set up. Okay. I, I did find some things that weren't covered in the Kaplan books were on Khan Academy. Okay. Some things. Mm-hmm. Especially in the psych section. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, Their yeah, the psych, psych section is good. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. That's the one that I probably use the most, the psych section. Yeah. I didn't uh, venture too far. But other than that, there's like, um, you guys were mentioning Jack Weston and how there's free resources there, whether that be for cars. They post daily practice passages. Mm-hmm. So. That's something you're doing, Katie, aren't you? Something yes, like that? I've decided, as everyone <laughs> has been telling me, <laughs> how hard cars is. So I do a daily cars practice question from the Jack Weston website. Also, I wanted to mention the Cars podcast that he did. Have you guys heard of that? No, what's yeah. that? So he does Jack Weston and this other guy. I think his name is like Dr. Ryan Gray or something. They do a car. They don't do it anymore, but there's like a hundred something episodes. It's a oh, Cars wow. podcast. So each episode they take a Cars passage and the guy reads it and Jack Weston like helps him break it down and like make things clear like what you should be looking for and like maybe what kind of questions they would ask and stuff mm-hmm. so I actually started by listening to that because I nice. like podcasts um so <laughs> I was like I think yeah, it was last summer and I remember Soho was like ah, cars is so hard I was like yeah, yeah that that does seem hard I was like I wonder if there's like a cars podcast and I just looked it up and found it but yeah I listened to that or I've listened to that a bunch, and then I started doing cars practice questions. And honestly, it helped a lot because I can like I can hear Jack Weston's words in my mind. He's like, you know, like when people give me advice or whatever. Good. Good. So yeah, cars podcast and Jack Weston. That's all I got. His his advice was really helpful for me with cars, but I know it doesn't work for everyone because I did recommend it to you, Miss Answer. Yeah, no, I yeah. No. <laughs> it's very like a like they have a step by step process, and if you like don't enjoy that mm-hmm. as much and you you prefer it a different way, it doesn't work as well. Another thing that you can use as a quote-unquote free resource is um, one that I'm, I don't think I'm going to get in trouble to say about, but Library Genesis is definitely oh one to go at. Because they have literally all the old Kaplan 100% books. 100% did not get all of my Kaplan books from there. Yeah, no, but I mean, I literally, <laughs> I, I mean... This is a small podcast. uh, (laughs) Nobody's going to come after me and be like, why did you recommend Library Genesis? Everybody knows about Library Genesis. So if you actually (laughs) would like to save a little bit of cash and still have access to those Kaplan books, I would just go on there and you You can find every single section. If you don't mind the year older. If you don't mind the year older. Well, I mean, I... The year before. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, and even if you buy, you don't have to buy the newest one. You can yeah. buy the cap one from the year before. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I think that's something we should hit home. Like, don't like there every single year cap one releases yeah. a new books. Yeah, there might be changing like one word in the I entire have, book. I have older books. I'm not sure. I, mean, I think they're like 2018 or something. Like, is that too old? Mm-hmm. Well, no. I mean, no. obviously not before 2015 because that's when the new MCAT came out. Yeah, right. So, yeah, but like t- uh, after that, it doesn't really matter if you do 2018, 2019. Yeah, I agree. Um, and one other thing about the Jack West, and correct me if I'm wrong, Shia, but there's like a plugin that you can sell for Chrome. Right, yes. So, so about not all the AMC resources like give you the questions in the AMC exam style for some reason. So the MCAT, Jack, MCAT format. Sorry, yeah, the MCAT format, like with like the, the passage on one side and the questions on the other. So Jack West has a plugin where you can run it on your Chrome, and then if you open AMC from there, um, it'll give it to you in that format, so you can practice in the proper exam format. And he also includes his own explanations. So mm-hmm. if any of you have done the AMC practice yet, sometimes their explanation is just B isn't correct because C is correct. And that's not <laughs> helpful. <laughs> so Jack Weston actually adds on. So is like, that an actual like the course? Did you said something about taking a course with Jack Weston? Yeah. So he also has a course where you mentioned the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he also posts like video uh, explanations, like deep dives into every passage that he, not every, but like most of the passages that they post. Okay. So um, it's good for stuff like that. And it's also good for like, if you're, if you think you're really behind on physics, like they have videos on like, physics. Mm-hmm. It was about a thousand dollars as well. Okay. For Jack Weston. But it's way less than any other prep course. And if you are already really strong in some sections, you can just skip those and do the one that you actually need. So he does cover every section on it? On the course, um, or? So he has a just cars only one. So okay. there's a cars only course and then there's like a subject course. Uh, okay. Yeah. And did you take both or just one? Yeah, I did both, but I didn't end up using most of the OCAM. It was mostly like the physics, right. the uh, psych. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then other resources that I mean are very important to mention are where you get your exam practice. Um, I know you guys mentioned Blueprint. You yep. mentioned What's Kaplan. Blueprint? Uh, yeah. Blueprint. It's just so I don't. I don't know if they actually have like any like content that they offer books, but they offer a bunch of exams. Okay. And just can, practice. Yeah, exams? just practice okay. exams. Uh, I think I bought four to start. And then in that two-week period where I was doing exams, I realized I could actually do some more, so I bought more. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can, can buy more And they're like bundles that you yeah, can buy. Yeah. You can buy like package of three, package of ten, um, more. Also, maybe possibly unsavory advice, but um, you can do each exam multiple times. So yes. if, per se, your friend was also taking it that summer... <laughs> yeah, right. You could, you like sharing, say, yeah. And sharing is caring, Good. right? Okay. Um, one thing that I think that I would like to advocate for as a part of someone um, who did Altius is how incredible their, you know, diagnostic capability, not diagnostic, what, what would you call that? Reviewing capability is. They have one of the best reviewing capabilities to go through the next day after you've done your actual MCAT to see what you were the weakest on, what to improve on, and they have really great explanations for all the parts that you may be weak in. Um, they're also harder, which I would recommend. If you're going to be doing an MCAT, the best thing that you can do is to be taking practice exams that are harder than the actual MCAT that you will be writing. Yes. Because that will set you up. What is Altius? Is it just another test thing? Yes. It's okay. similar so to Blueprint. Altius and Blueprint, yeah, they just give exams and okay. exam bundles. Um, yeah. Altius, I, I actually say Altius might be a little bit harder. How do you spell yeah. it? 
A L T I U S. Blueprint I, is just one word, but yeah. I, know. Uh, I think Blueprint really reflected how I did on the MCAT. Yeah, mm-hmm. same for me. But I mean, I remember looking at some of your altest questions. It seemed harder than mine. Yeah, um, they were different ones. But I, but both for both of us, you can do individual sections mm-hmm. anytime. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That's a very big benefit that uh, was extremely useful towards the end because. Oh, a week before my MCAT, I one of the biggest things that I would recommend is to not actually do an MCAT fully more than uh, like less than a week before your actual MCAT because it takes a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And when uh, for myself personally, any day that I did an entire MCAT, that ba- that day was basically burned for any other forms of studying oh, because yeah. it's just yeah. so draining to sit down for seven hours yeah. and do an MCAT. So. One benefit of Altius was that I could do just sim- single uh, single sections in the week prior to my MCAT, and I think I got through two exams that way, but I was just doing like two sections a day, and it was much more manageable. I, I reviewed them, and it was just a very great way to study. What about AAMC resources? What are those? Are they practice um, tests? So they have a. I just bought the big bundle where that said everything. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the four practice exams. Um, they have like specific passage uh, things for all of the sections, except one of them. I don't remember which one, but they they missed a section. I don't know why. Oh, man. Like, I think it was sociology. It might have been sociology. Yeah, okay. There was then, a psych book, but I don't think there was like a sociology okay. section. But I think with AMC. Uh, all participants, if you since you want to make your account, I think you get one AMC exam for free. Yes, but that exam the, is the worst thing that yeah. you could possibly take. Yeah. It's the sample yeah. exam, yeah, and it is the most misleading it's, exam it's, that it's you will ever too take. Easy. Yeah. It's too easy. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I think that not having done any studying, you could like get a like a five thirteen. It is, I think, my Not having done anything, you could get easily five thirteen. Maybe they do that just to bait you and make you think that that's yeah. easy. Yeah, and then be like, actually study for it. Purchase <laughs> I mean, yeah, we already said in the first one we talked about how much money you're paying for this exam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so you can buy like an AAMC bundle you with can. practice exams. You can also buy them like singles, like if you especially okay. in physics help, you can just get physics. And then that is all on their website. All on yeah. their website. Yeah, I'm so assuming all of these resources just have websites you can look up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, for other free resources, Reddit. Um, I've <laughs> um, yeah. found the answer a really helpful. Like they have all of the equations for physics. I sent you guys too. I sent oh, you. Yeah, that it's like I'm gonna need those. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> it's a huge Excel spreadsheet with like every acronym, every like oh wow mnemonic that you would ever want for the MCAT. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Crowdfunding. I guess. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Um, also, their psych. Uh, they have a big psych document. I didn't use it that much because it was very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more helpful if you just make it yourself. But yeah, if, if you like to look off of like other notes, it's definitely. It's uh, absolutely massive. Um, oh my god! And they have all yeah. these sheets here at the bottom. Physics I did not know you yeah. got that. I thought you made that. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> uh, I wonder if you could link that in like the podcast description. I absolutely yes. can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So and I'll just read out. I'll say the tabs. So they have an entire. So you know in Excel you can make those sheets at the bottom. Mm. So they have an entire sheet on just relationships where they talk about how variable x relates to variable y, and that's mm-hmm. not just like physics. That's anything and everything. So yeah. they have physics. Okay. Uh, yeah, like so many physics. Yeah. Oh my god. Actually, it might just be physics. Physics and psychology are the two they have. A whole sheet on mnemonics, whole sheet on anatomy, biology, hormones, enzymes, biochem, chem, behavioral sciences, psych theories, developmental timelines, and it's full on timelines. Yeah. Uh, and then physics and math, 
Kaplan Key Concepts. Yeah. This wow. is a freaking beast of it. Uh, whoever made this deserves like a thousand dollars from every single person. That uses it. <laughs> deserves a thousand dollars from every single person. Oh, from every single person that uses it. Because it's a good resource. Yeah, and if we can link it without our Instagram crashing, it's a huge file. Okay. We send, or we can just put in the email. Yeah, I'll put in the email. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in like a spreadsheet link. It's, it's an yeah. Excel sheet spreadsheet. So like when we share this, every one of our viewers like this is an editor or no no no, no. it's no. on it's online it's, actually, oh, it's, a, it's a downloaded excel file yeah. so you will if you don't have excel on your computer um find, maybe find a they way also to... have anki packs um i i opted to make my own wait on yeah. reddit but, reddit has them uh yes reddit has like pre-made ones okay mm-hmm. what kind um, of like flashcards were you making like just at every section um no actually like as i was doing the content review some of the stuff i knew so i just skipped it but if i noticed there's something i didn't know i would make a card for it so when you were like reading through the books exactly. you're making flashcards okay and then i have a question for you too when you mm. read through the books like yeah. did you take notes write anything or did you just read and remember like, like what did the you actual do? textbooks yeah like when you were doing yeah, content review like did you just read through the whole book once and that was it or did you have to like review stuff do flashcards i think i was scribbling in my book and making <laughs> notes on the side okay um, i think and highlighting some for myself because it was all material that i'd been exposed to previously uh for those books i wasn't really doing much it wasn't much absorbing because mm. it was already you just had to there. jog your memory yeah jog my memory but other than that for material that was new which would have probably only been psych and sociology because even the sociology course that we took doesn't necessarily cover all the sociology that's on the MCAT but um, for those I think I did go ahead and I was highlighting and you know writing in the margins stuff like that but you didn't did you have like a notebook or like notes on your computer that you just typed up stuff you didn't know yeah I think one of the things I did was that I would uh, write down keywords from the psych stuff and I made a big notes file and then Every day I would go through and jog my memory about what those things were. Because with the psychology part of the uh, actual exam, I think it's very much so, do you know what this word is? Like, mm-hmm. what does this mean? You know, like, it's not very much apply this theory in like this way and get this result. It's right. very much so, what is this? What is this? Mm-hmm. What is this? It's very much bring the knowledge and answer the questions. Yeah. And for me as well, why I didn't use, like, I guess, noting is I, this is another PDF that I think we found somewhere on Reddit, maybe. <laughs> but, Possibly. Uh, yeah, th- this is specific with the Kaplan books. And I, you can see it's old, 2019. We can link this in the email, too. Yeah. But if you have the Kaplan books, this is, this literally summarizes each chapter in each book in the Kaplan book. Okay. Uh, in the exact Super same helpful. order. Yeah. Especially for physics equations. So you just based, you were like, do like, yeah, know? so I would go through the book and like, I, so I started, like, I think I'm, I, so if, if I started with physics, I think even go to my physics book, I still have like notes and highlights and stuff before I got a hand on my hands on this. Mm-hmm. And then once I got this, these were like my notes, so I kind of would read through, put the content down, and then go through. And like these would be the notes I just used to re- uh, refresh my. So memory. those are notes. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Like for example, if I just go to like oh. this is like a summary version of oh. that entire chapter, and it's in depth. It, it's quite in depth. But diagrams are in here. They have a whole appendix section with just diagrams. If I scroll Damn. a little bit down. Okay, yeah, we'll definitely have to link that. Yeah, I'll link this one too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so not to mention for AMC, they do have free like content um, outlines. Uh, so like for site, I found it especially helpful because it'll like it'll list like you have to know this about. Um, nothing's coming up into mind. But it, <laughs> it would they, they listed everything you basically needed to know for the psych section. Very but nice. you would probably you would have to go in and search yourself for the actual like information. They would just right. give names. Give you names okay, of the concepts. Cool. Yeah. Any other resources you guys can think of? Uh, no, no, not really. Okay. Anything else anyone wants to say on say on the matter? 
Um, we do have other things to talk about. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we had questions about. Well, actually, I have a question about working full time versus part time. Like what you guys did, mm. what you would recommend. Like, is it doable? Whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, so let's start with myself. The other guy as the actual, like, yeah. Yeah. So, I think that it depends on who your supervisor is. I was blessed to have someone that allowed me to have a two week break before my actual MCAT, right? Wait, so for context, by the way, this was your studentship, your research. Yes. And you were working full-time or part-time? I was working full-time. Okay. And they, I was blessed enough to be able to have two weeks break in the middle of the um, studentship to actually Where prepare. Were you just not working at all? I was okay. not working at yep. all, right? Yeah. And I think it's extremely important whether uh, if you are writing the MCAT or even if you're writing any sort of like you know other professional exam, whether that be the DAT or you know NCLEX, LSAT, anything like that, yeah. LSAT, NCLEX, anything like that, I think it's important to have at least two to three weeks of time that you do nothing but study, yeah. especially leading up to. Yep. I think it's extremely important that you you 100%. know have that time to get your head into the game, get your mindset right on actually doing that exam. Mm-hmm. So even if you are working full time, it is possible as long as you can get somehow get off. that two weeks break. Right? Yeah. Um, for me, uh, yeah, I, so mine was, I just got really lucky because uh, the research that I was doing in my lab, my prof, I didn't win any awards. I, I didn't apply for the NSERV because um, of you needing to have that full-time requirement. I knew since I was writing my MCAT two months and I wasn't going to be working full-time for summer for like the first two months. Yeah. So uh, my prof was really nice and she was like, I can just pay you just straight mm-hmm. up for however many hours like minimum wage um, and you can do part-time for the first two months and then you can do full-time afterwards. And so, I guess that would apply to like any job, not just in research. Like even if yeah. you work at like a grocery Correct. store or something. Yeah, and if, you can, if you're, if you're, you're able to have that flexibility with your hours, 100%. Yeah. And again, I did the two-week break thing before the MCAT. I took two weeks off. Okay, um, two weeks off. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's how I was able to do the practice exams that I was doing. What about you, yeah. Um, I was volunteering in my lab um, and I was also working a part-time job at the time. But similarly to Sahel, like I actually only asked for a break the week before my MCAT, okay. but then I ended up paying to push my MCAT back weeks, so I still got the two weeks, two and it weeks. really helped. Okay, yeah. so two weeks, you need two weeks off yeah. before your MCAT, pretty much. <laughs> two weeks notice. So in terms of working for, a question for you, so working full-time, yeah. like, do you think it's doable to, okay, say you are going to write at the end of July, mm-hmm. and your semester finishes, you start studying in May, so from May to July, yeah. you're, you're working full-time, is it possible to study work full-time? Like, how was your it experience? It depends on your job, right? Like, yeah. Being in a lab gives you a lot of silent time, right? So you studied at work a little? I did study at work, right? Would you say that if you had a job where you, you didn't study at work at all, would you have been able to do it? I mean, if I was doing, like, you know, any work that would have left me exhausted at the end of the day, yeah. probably not, honestly. Okay, yeah, no. that's good. Yeah. So I guess you just got to think about, yeah. like, what kind of job you have, if mm-hmm. it's going to make you tired or not. If, if, if you have, you, like, like, flexibility I've, in your job. Yeah, for sure. Like, I have done jobs where I've come home and I've been tired, yeah, right? Yeah, I know what you, you mean. You know, yeah. like, I've worked, like, a 8 to 5 before, yeah. right? So... I think that if I was doing that job and writing the MCAT, that would have been literally impossible. Yeah. That would have been not even in the realm of possibility for me <laughs> to accomplish because yeah. coming home every day, absolutely exhausted, Yeah. that would not have been something that I could then sit down and study. Yeah, you know? that's totally fair. Even, actually, just to mention, even my actual 
the way that I had it laid out was such that I would do, you know, eight hours of work or seven hours of work in the day, mm -hmm. right? And then when I came home in the evenings, I had those prep one-on-one four-hour lectures, right? right? Yeah. And after Jeez. a while, <laughs> those became very exhausting to do. And I actually, that's one of the big reasons why I didn't think it was useful for me because after a while I stopped going because that wasn't even possible. I was up till 11. Yeah. On this literal lecture, I wasn't relaxing or anything. I was up till 11 just watching their lecture. Yeah. And then I had to wake up the next morning to go to work at like 8. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and guys, like, you know, we're not like... We're we're not sugarcoating the stuff. Like this is this is a serious exam. I mean, I mean, if you probably if you want to get into medicine, you probably know this already. But like, I mean, you've heard so he'll talk about like how like how much stuff he does uh, in other episodes, like how much stuff he's involved with on regular the regular term plus five courses. I mean, sure, you have like three jobs, three volunteers. Like, like people are busy, right? And then over the summer, they're only doing one thing plus, and then just studying for the MCAT, right? Yeah, and I guess working because you need yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That one thing that yeah. well, you have one job working, until yeah. maybe two or three during the term. So. You know, don't try and think that, oh, I, I do like five things, like five jobs yeah. during the week. I can, I can easily handle two jobs plus that. No. no, absolutely Like, not. don't, don't underestimate this exam, uh, or studying for it. Yeah. Like Sahel said about like how much you drop the bands, or Katie mentioned it as well. Yeah. I did one week in the middle in July. Um, I worked at a summer camp for a week, full time. <laughs> What when you're dealing with like oh my young kids yeah, for the full day, yeah, yeah. you get home. I did not study for the MCAT at all that week. I lost the entire week from that. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, that's totally fair. Anyone have anything else to say about jobs? No. Okay, the last question is on how to deal with stress around the MCAT and taking breaks during the summer. Make a loving relationship with Jin. No, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Coming from the, <laughs> the non alcoholic. <laughs> the guy who swore off alcohol. Did no. you guys deal with a lot of stress during summer? Was it yeah, of course. Really 100%. Yeah. So how do you, yeah. you deal with it? Uh, um, oh. It depends. Okay, let's talk about, first of all, <laughs> Did I a month okay. before the exam, right? A month before the exam, you're not particularly st stressed, but that's when it starts to settle in. So, um, I would say that leading up to it, <laughs> the more you actually do to prepare for the exam ahead of time is beneficial. Because when it came to a, a month before my exam, I was like, I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything. Because I just, it's just washed over me. And then every day became dreadful <laughs> having not put as much work as i could have in the month previous right okay. because you get off in april you have may you have june and i wrote mine at the end of july so i realistically had three months yeah right and it wasn't until maybe one and a half months before my actual exam maybe even one month when i got serious about studying for it okay and as someone who will be writing my dat this summer mm -hmm. That is not a mistake I'm going to make a second time. So start studying seriously as soon as you can. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, give time yeah. for yourself, right? But, like, the time you do spend studying should not be half-assed. Okay. It should be actual Use studying. Use your time efficiently. Yeah. Right. Okay. Use your time efficiently. If you are studying, you can, like, take a day off. Like, for example, mm -hmm. uh, for myself, it was uh, on my schedule that the guy made for me, and then I never saw him again. It was <laughs> Saturdays. Um, was supposed to be a day off. He literally scheduled a day off for me, right? To not do anything. 
And it was nice. I'd never, I mean, I should have st- stuck to the way he had laid it out, but um, <laughs> that was the way he had scheduled it. And I think it's important to at least set up one day in the week, even if you're you working. You don't do anything? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, like, I can't handle that. Like, yeah, if I'm not doing anything, I'm like, stressing out. What I did do is, yeah. like, the days that I rolled my MCAT, as soon as I was done, rest of the day off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day, I only reviewed my MCAT once I was done and I knew that I had learned what I missed on the yep. previous day, rest of the day off. But you're not yeah. studying, like, the whole day. No, exactly, okay. yeah. Right, yeah, for sure. Um, for me, like, I, I think it got worked in because I initially I didn't have that plan because I was just planning on just like, yeah, just study, let's go. Hard, yeah, you can you study, study, right? <laughs> and then you you actually, you start to hit mental blocks. You, like, you actually <laughs> get the points. And I, but, but I, will, I will say, I, I was sleeping decently. I was sleeping okay. decently, eating decently. But you hit mental blocks. Like, you literally, cannot study an ounce more yeah. and that might even happen at 8am in the morning actually not so like, I received texts at 1am <laughs> that was later on don't start with me um, <laughs> it, like you can, I, I think I, I think it was a couple of days where I hit like at 11am I was done I started okay. studying at 8 and then by 11 I was already fried yeah, uh, and, and then, then I take, take a day for yourself. Yeah, and so that's also kind of why my schedule but I mentioned like getting pushed forward like one day or something okay. and I was yeah. like, like I need this day off um, and to, I guess kind of avoid that like thing about like oh my god stressing that I'm not doing anything I would just sleep I just force myself to sleep. Okay. Uh, I take a nap for the rest of the day and just be like, yeah, yeah nah. Mm-hmm. So um, you definitely need to take breaks. Yeah, yeah. The next point about stress is when it comes to the actual exam, like the stress that you will experience while you are doing the, uh, like the exam is happening. Okay. Yeah. Taking the exam. Um, <laughs> I think that one of the big things that people under, um, uh, that don't think about very much is underrated is the fact that how little time you have to actually feed yourself. Holy so God. if you are doing a practice exam, try to feed yourself a correct amount within 30 minutes. And when I say correct amount, it's very purposeful because you can't eat too much because if you eat too much in that 30 minute break that they give you in the beginning, in the middle, you will be a very drowsy for your bio and psych sections. Oh, okay. So you have to eat maybe like, a single sandwich like that's it like don't eat like a full course meal like it should be two pieces of rye with like a piece of meat in between that's pretty much all you can uh, have and another thing for people who drink lots of water um <laughs> yeah katie, <laughs> katie, katie just like take note of this <laughs> during your breaks do not drink too much water because y- do you get water during the test well, no, no, you can't. Can you? Not, not into the exam. No, 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 no. You cannot bring your exam when you're sat down for your hour and five or hour mm-hmm. and thirty minutes. You're in. Yeah, you're in. you, you can leave now. You could leave during it, but your timer's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah because I gotta stop right now. Remember, you have first a ten minute break, right? You have first a ten minute break, then a thirty minute break, then a ten minute break. That ten minute break. Considering the amount of time it takes you to get checked in again to go inside that room because it takes probably three minutes yes. for them to pat you down, um, for you to put all your belongings away, scan your scan hand, your hand make, your, make sure your glasses don't have any writings <laughs> on the inside. Turn your masks inside out. Turn oh, your masks yeah. inside out. If you're wearing long hair, if you're wearing long hair, if you have long hair, <laughs> like you have to like, yeah, you have to like yeah. show the back of yeah. your, yes. So, there's a lot of things to do in those 10 minutes. Ridiculous. So if you actually want to take a bathroom break, be careful because if your timer starts going off in that room and you're not there, 
I mean, the next session starts. The next session starts. Yeah. 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 The next session's going. Yeah. I just can't get past the fact that they don't give you water. Nothing. I mean, nothing. What if you get a headache? I would get a headache. I mean, you can can sip on some water in your 30 minute break. No, I mean, you can walk. Yeah. You can leave while your timer's going. Five minute check in out process to get water in your meds, but. Correct. You know, you've lost all that time on your exam. It's already okay. yeah, 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 it's intensive. I'm gonna have yeah, to stop drinking water. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to get used to it. See, um, this is why you just don't drink water anyway. And, and if you have a habit of also like, I think we might mention it in podcast one, but I'm mean, part one. But if you have a habit of like also going on your phone or something during your breaks yeah. during practice exams, nope, don't, because don't you know. your phone's locked away in a yeah. in a sealed bag. So even during breaks, you can't get your phone. Okay. Um, yeah, and they or or your notes like, or your notes, nothing. Well, yeah. No. So you can have that, okay. that that food, eat that food like it's the only thing that's close to you at that time. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing that is. But eat it in a certain correct <laughs> way. That's how I was describing. Don't apple. eat too much food. If you have one apple, savor every bite of that apple. Yeah. Because okay. you don't know what you chew <laughs> extensively. <laughs> I will say, like, as nervous as you might be about the breaks and, like, being too late for them, don't do what I did and only take a 15-minute break because I was scared. Checking for some reason would take me 10 minutes. (laughs) So I literally, like, ran out of the room, went to the bathroom, ate my food, and then basically immediately went back in. Mm -hmm. I was so dead for the biology section. Right. Yeah. So take your Mm -hmm. full break. Yeah. Don't be too nervous about that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's good advice. Yeah. Anything else? Um... Final end of the podcast? Uh, I think we have just one thing to say. Right, yeah. Um, You want to say it? Yeah, so we are hoping to apply for an impact award. And that is something that, I don't know, can the viewers Um, help with? Yeah, we don't know all the details yet, but we're going to apply for an impact award, like nominate ourselves for it or whatever. And we're going to need people to er, vote for us. Yeah, nominate us. We're, yeah, we're probably going to have some information about that in the future, but just keep it in mind. If you get an email or you see it on the Instagram, please vote for us for the Impact Awards. Yeah. yeah. All right. And with that, I think MCAT Part 2 comes to a close. So thanks yeah. for listening, guys. Yeah. And um, if you're going to be writing it this summer, good luck. Good yeah. luck. Uh, yeah, I mean, Watch out for those dates. February 22nd, that's when the um, dates are available for yeah. this summer. True. Yeah. All, right. All right. That's it. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, fill out the forms. <laughs> fill out the forms.